Welcome to Endo Battery, where we are sharing our endometriosis journey and learning along the way. This podcast is in no way meant to diagnose or give medical advice, but a place where you can gain knowledge and information that can help you to not feel alone as well as become your best advocate. We want to learn with you and support you wherever you are in your journey. Thanks for joining us. I'm Shelby. And I'm Alana, and we're Endo Battery, charging our life when Endo drains us. Welcome back to Endo Battery. We are excited today to finish our recap of the Endometriosis Summit days two and three. And like we've said so many times before, the summit was incredible. There were so many different practitioners, presenters, panels that really touched on a lot of varying aspects of endometriosis. So hats off to Dr. Sally Israel and Dr. Vidali for putting this on because it was incredible. But the second day there was at the golf course, and it started off with just an introduction and Dr. Sally Sorrell and Dr. Vidali really being them. I think they... They woke us up that morning with their mm-hmm. <laughs> banter, <laughs> which was probably one of my favorite things of the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. They bantered all the time. It was great. It was amazing. I loved it. And then we started off with and Wendy Weiner from the Center of Endometriosis Care talking about teen endometriosis. And this is something that both Shelby and I are passionate about from the sense that we have daughters and obviously are constantly looking at ways that we can help support them. Are we overreacting if they feel this pain? Are they overreacting if we do this? Or when should we look at surgery if they Mm -hmm. start sensing this pain? Or what should be our next step? And things like that. What's the protocol for that? And I think the thing that I gleaned from that was the fact that the sooner you catch it, Mm-hmm. the better outcome they have. Right. But I'm, I also worry about that from the standpoint of some of it may not have developed mm-hmm. yet. So mm-hmm. there is was that caveat there that I thought was interesting. Yeah. And just finding that fine balance of like not hovering too much on, oh, everything that happens must be endo, mm-hmm. but also possibly being realistic of, there is a possibility because it is hereditary that it could be endo. And then at what point do you move forward with proper care from there? Yeah. And, and making sure that you see a doctor that's highly skilled mm-hmm. to do that because mm-hmm. they are so young and you want to set them up the best you can mm-hmm. to have success yeah. with their journey mm-hmm. and not have all of the stories that we hear all the time. Right. <laughs> and years of pain instead. And years of pain. Exactly. And then we had uh, Dr. Beth Dupree talk about pain management and we had her on the podcast as well. So going back and kind of listening to that podcast will be a great glimmer of what she talked about at the Indo Summit, but it was absolutely amazing and just a great way to look at pain management in a different way aside from opioids or NSAIDs because neither of those seem to have much effect on Indo Warriors and or Indo Warriors become super addicted to opioids when they really aren't actually helping with pain. They're just the addiction factor. Well, they're just numbing the brain. Right. Me, Alana... I'm a huge fan of Beth Dupree for a lot of reasons <laughs> because she's an outside of the box thinker. Mm-hmm. She really is wanting to learn and grow and mm-hmm. be the best 
advocate for pain with endometriosis mm-hmm. and she she's one of the biggest allies without a without having endo right right now like she has just kind of really as she would say this bitch is on the bus she's she really is she's really jumped on that bus in helping mm-hmm. to navigate the pain side of endo which she's done a great job for that and breast cancer. And so she feels very hopeful Mm -hmm. within about the next year of doing some research studies with different pain management tools that, you know, she can hopefully find some relief for endo warriors, which I think to start the morning off that way was like, yes, Yes. (laughs) please do that. Right. We needed that. Mm -hmm. I feel like that pump on the second day when we're exhausted. And so the the next session that we were in was Shelly Prasco. She came all the way from Canada. And that was a really good session for just accepting kind of who you are in the stage you're in without having to settle mm-hmm. and learning different ways to have gratitude in where you're at. Mm-hmm. And then she took everyone out and did a yoga routine with everyone and she was great. I was getting to the point where in the conference you have to start really moving around mm-hmm. more and more because as people with endo, it it's hard for us to oftentimes sit for very long without it affecting us. And so and this was one of the points where I had to take a break and what was also nice about the Indo Summit was it was kind of an open door and us needing to move around also created a space of kind of like back porch talk. So Mm -hmm. it was super cool at the golf course that there were these, imagine these white wooden rocking chairs kind of overlooking the first few greens and people would go out there and either stand around or sit or kind of pace. But that space created a lot of great discussions Mm -hmm. and building more community, which has been such a great part of the Indo Summit that we have found was just building this community. Everybody's on a level playing field and just finding other people and hearing other stories and just connecting with other Indo warriors or Indo Mm -hmm. advocates was amazing. That was, to me, in a lot of ways, more refreshing Mm -hmm. and educational. I All of these were fantastic pieces to the summit. Mm Mm-hmm. But there were elements of just connecting with other people in this community that added to not only the education, but just feeling validated. Mm -hmm. I think that was a big thing for me was even though I felt like my story was so simple and so, you know, cut and dry, it really wasn't. I'm like looking back at it now. I'm like, oh, gosh, I didn't realize that maybe I don't have that anymore. Maybe the endo was doing Oh, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, I'm putting my pieces back together because I did what a lot of the people there did and gaslit themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it was interesting to kind of hear that. And it was, it helped me kind of put some of my pieces together. And sometimes maybe some of the sessions weren't as beneficial to some people, but that was beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I I loved that setup. I love being able to connect with people and still learn and still have that. So mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Yeah. And it was also awesome having the lunch on site too, because yeah. 
both of the days that we had meals, everybody just kind of sat with someone different. And you got to really learn more about that person and why they were at the summit. So it was just a very cool community driven Mm -hmm. time of just meeting new people and hearing stories and sharing stories and laughing Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Some tears, Mm -hmm. but you know, the laughter was just amazing. And it was healing. Mm -hmm. And can we talk about the vegetables just for a second from lunch that day? I was really enamored with them. (laughs) I know that sounds funny, but the vegetables were really good. They were really good. <laughs> I was just like kept eating. I'm like, I'm so full, but man, mm-hmm. these are good. <laughs> so good job on catering yep. for that. That day was really good food. Yeah, it was really good. Good job, Dr. Sally. That's right. And then the one that I think a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, well, they're going to do this. And I, they were kind of excited about it mm-hmm. and not really sure in which direction it was going to go was anything but vanilla, unless you want vanilla sex talk. Heather Edwards did that and she did a fantastic job presenting in Mm -hmm. a way that wasn't over the top. She just did a really good job making you think and think outside the box, but Mm -hmm. also allowing you to live where you're at. And if you can't do certain things. Mm -hmm. It's painful. You know, that's a, a, an occurring theme, right? With endometriosis patients is sex is painful. Mm -hmm. Well, what are some other ways to have sex? What are some other ways to make it fun again? What are some other, you know, things like that. And she did a fantastic job, I think, at engaging the crowd and allowing your story be your story and what you prefer, you, you know, but giving you tips and tricks Mm -hmm. and things to communicate with your partner and stuff like that. So I think she did a fantastic job with that. And it was moments of laughter Mm -hmm. and moments of like, (gasps) yeah, (laughs) but in general, it was really good. And then you were able to stick around for the pelvic pain from your foot, Mm -hmm. which was Layla Abbott. Mm -hmm. It was so good. And it's actually funny because she was sitting at the table with us for lunch and somebody was talking about looking at the schedule for the rest of the day. And they were like, ah, is that pelvic pain from your foot? What do your feet have to do with your pelvic floor? And I'm a Pilates instructor. And when we start off and yoga and in both of the types of movement that I teach, it is recommended that you start with footwork to start off your movement because your foot mobility and your mechanics through your feet have such a profound way of translating through the rest of your body. And so Lila was at the lunch table too, and she kind of kept quiet because I think she was waiting just for this talk. But I kind of said that so much from your feet or other parts of your body are connected to different parts. And so, I mean, I could talk for an entire hour about how cool this was, but she went through, she is a pelvic floor PT, but when she sees patients, she starts from their feet and works up. So she, you know, checks on their foot and how they're pronating or supinating how their ankles are tilted in or out, Mm -hmm. and then how their knees track with an alignment of their ankles and hips. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I nerded out. I could 
I'm still nerding. <laughs> I know. Well, it was funny. She's like, and if you use like a, a ball or something yeah. like that. So we had these stress balls mm-hmm. and Sally comes in with this trash bag <laughs> full of stress balls and starts throwing them out. You get a ball and you get a ball and you get a ball. So all you see are these people with like these stress balls under their feet mm-hmm. and how that works and functions. And it actually was super helpful because mm-hmm. It allowed you to actually put into practice what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. And that was a really cool thing to see. And the slides that she had of Mm -hmm. what was correct and what wasn't. And you don't, I guess when you're just the patient, not just the patient, but when you're the patient, Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't know what they're looking at or Uh how they identify certain things. And so when they're asking you to walk forward, Mm -hmm. they're looking at how you walk and your positioning and how you land on your feet. And Mm -hmm. do you lean one way or the other? And Mm -hmm. that to me was, was so relatable Mm -hmm. in presenting that in the sense that like, we've all walked into the PT's office and they're like, okay, walk forward, Mm -hmm. do this. And it explained why. Mm -hmm. It was very accessible. You know, she showed everything. Like you said, she even said, if you want to assess yourself, you have a selfie timer on your phone, go and stand against the wall. Mm -hmm. And how we looked at these slides and her patients, we can look at ourselves and relate or not relate to that. So it was really cool and fascinating about how she works with her patients and she really focuses on from the ground up. Yeah, she she was fantastic. We got to meet Amy from In 16 Years of Endo. She has authored a book. She does a podcast and about accepting mm-hmm. our journey and where we're at. It's not always ideal, but accepting that and, and forming peace within that. Mm-hmm. And so she finished up the sessions for that day. And it was great because I was able to sit and have lunch with her that day. Mm-hmm. Again, having lunch on yeah. campus or where we were was great because you got to talk to people that you maybe wouldn't have approached otherwise. Mm -hmm. And it just puts the faces to the name and you're able to connect in that way. So it was great to hear what she had to talk about. And it was enlightening from that standpoint. So she is such a sweetheart. And I'm just grateful that she put herself out there and stepped up to the microphone and asked to do that. So that was great. And then we were supposed to have a movie that night, but we ended up, it ended up not working. We were doing below the bell and the sound system wasn't working the best. And so we ended up doing a panel still. And then we really connected a lot with some of the doctors that night. We had so much fun that night. I just have to say, we had so much fun that night and so much laughter. Yep. I'm still laughing, actually. (laughs) As she was talking about it, I have been giggling because it was so funny. I mean, just the people. That's just so fun. And there's something to be said about letting your And it wasn't just patients. It was it was everyone. Advocates, doctors, everybody. We're all laughing together. Laughing so hard, you're like in tears, like stomach hurting, cheeks. This is a theme. That we had. And it and it continued when we got back and it was just so fun and to have those connections, which it also, you know, it continued until the wee hours, which made us all really tired the next day, but we didn't want to miss it because and then Sunday started. And Sunday kind of started off with a bang a little bit with social activism and things like that. And then we also had Jillian Gilcrest come and she's a state representative 
out of Connecticut. She's House of Representatives there. And she herself does not have endometriosis, Mm -hmm. but saw the need for legislation to change. Mm -hmm. And I felt like someone who maybe didn't know much about endometriosis and Mm -hmm. has not been maybe as affected with it personally is willing to, in a bipartisan move, create better legislation regarding endometriosis. So it was good for us to hear from her. And it was good to see a politician not be a politician in that moment necessarily. Like she wasn't doing her campaign. She was campaigning for us. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a great way to start the day as well. Right. We moved on from there. There was so much. It was Mm -hmm. kind of a heavy hitting day. There was a lot of talk with surgery and endometriosis. and, And we've talked about this before about the different techniques and approaches and diagnosis and discovery and living well. And so these all kind of were talked about on different panels throughout the day. And I thought it was interesting to see the different doctors and different approaches. Again, Mm -hmm. this was very similar to the first day, but this included the patients and Mm -hmm. the advocates and asking questions and just more interactive from that standpoint. So it was interesting to hear the different doctors' perspectives and takes. The patients weren't allowed to present their case, but they were able to ask questions. And I thought that that was a really good way of hearing different doctors' approaches Mm -hmm. for each patient who maybe wasn't there the day before. So that was really good. And then Dr. Sanarvo did touched on adenomyosis and did a great slideshow for that as well. So then after Dr. Sanervo's talk on adenomyosis, we had an amazing panel, kind of your journey through endometriosis from diagnosis to recovery. And there was a panel from excision specialists, urologists, PTs, kind of a multidisciplinary team, which we always allude to is the best way to have the best outcome for endo. So they were great and kind of talking through the decision making process for that. Mm -hmm. And I think that led well into the fertility and miscarriage support panel. And this is a really tricky panel to try to not have big emotions on. I feel like they talked a lot about the support and in with miscarriage and infertility. And that is honestly being someone with endometriosis you always have this fear that you're not going to be able to have kids if you want them. And touching on that can be really hard and really sensitive. So I'm going to leave some of those topics alone just because I don't, I cannot speak well to them. Mm -hmm. And, And they did a fantastic job for that. So we are looking to get someone on to speak more about this, but Alana and I don't feel that we could do it justice. Yeah. And then beyond the surgery, which was a a fantastic panel as well, just different modalities to help post-surgery. And we've talked about this of like what helped us. And they had kind of a panel going back and forth of ways that patients have found relief and what they believe and things like that. So that was good. And then the one thing I really do appreciate about Sally and Dr. Vidali is the fact that even though they don't have to agree with everyone or everything or what everything's been presented, it, they still give room for it. And so there's always people that 
maybe doctors don't agree. And this was one where it did get a little heated, but I honestly think it was good to be able to voice was with Dr. Miller did present on hormonal suppression and things like that. I do know that from talking to him, he believes the gold standard is still excision surgery. So he has maybe a different standpoint than some of the other doctors. And that's okay for doctors to really have a different of a pen, a difference of opinion on that too. Mm-hmm. So that was good that they allowed that. So I think that it was good. We ended up taking a break and then starting off after this break was Dr. Alexandra Millspa, I think is how you say her name. Mm-hmm. And she walked us through an exercise to kind of get our bodies more at ease and more aligned and took us through this exercise of just feeling our breath and things like that. And it was actually quite fun to do. And I felt like it it allowed me to sit kind of through the rest of the day because I wanted to be there. But at this point, I will have to say, like, I was struggling to sit and to, to be as present just because my body was like, hey, you haven't done this in a really long time. You're not used <laughs> to sitting all this much. So that was a little bit tricky for me. But I think it was a really great way to finish the day. The last couple in sessions was gaslighting and endometriosis and just talking about kind of what leads to some of the gaslighting and then also also the importance and power of social media and mm-hmm. and how that has played a part in advocacy and then mm-hmm. as well as changing the narrative of endometriosis. So that was a really good session. And then I think the last session was probably one of the sessions that I was so fascinated with. And that was leg pain and endometriosis. And this one, I I honestly cannot give enough of the details of it because it was very, it was so well done, but it was also like, this is a learning experience mm. for me. And so. Which that, I was super bummed because I had to leave early. My flight was about actually at that time. And this was one that I was super bummed to miss because. Mm-hmm. I or I had endometriosis and I had leg pain. Right. And so this one, when I saw it on the schedule and that it was the last and that was when my flight was leaving, mm-hmm. I like cried a little tear because yeah. it was one that, you know, I was super bummed to have missed because it seemed so fascinating and the panel is just phenomenal. Yeah, it was interesting because they were talking about hip and hip surgery and different techniques and when... I thought what was good about this was differentiating what is normal hip pain and what is endometriosis hip pain. And I mean, Shelby dealt with this Mm -hmm. a lot and I, that's why I think, you know, she was so bummed to miss it, but it was such a good balanced approach. And I think the thing that I loved about the doctors on this panel were they referred a lot back to Dr. Sally Sorrell and they talked about different ways from a PT standpoint, how to, mm-hmm. how to manage it from this standpoint. And they did such a good job. I'm going to say this. They did a really good job staying in their lane while being productive in the conversation. Mm, and cool. I felt like that to me was a good sign of a good panel because it was well-rounded mm. and they each offered their individual mm-hmm. experiences to this. And then they would refer to the other person if they didn't know about the question, which I really liked that a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that 
Dr. Redwine got up there a couple times and asked mm. some good questions and things like that. So that was a really good panel to end on. I felt like it was like ending with a bang mm. type of thing. It was a really well done panel. And Dr. Amanda Olson was fantastic with that as well. And she had some really great insight into the the pelvic pain and the hip pain mm -hmm. kind of coinciding sometimes. Oh, yeah. And so I thought she did a fantastic job with that. So that ended the summit. Yeah. And I know that was a lot for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. It was so jam-packed and trying to digest all of that mm -hmm. and summarize it is really hard to right. do. <laughs> and give it all justice because yeah. there's so many amazing people who all spoke or had a part in panels or got up to speak. Like we've said, this experience was beyond amazing more mm -hmm. than either of us or Chelsea who also went imagine such a level playing field, so much laughter, so much community. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just amazing. I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. So. It was amazing. So again, hats off to Dr. Sally Sorrell, Dr. Vidali for putting this on. And for everyone at the summit, doctor, practitioner, advocate, author, any of you out mm -hmm. there that went really hats off to everyone who mm -hmm. made this possible and who put the work and effort into presenting or to being on a panel mm -hmm. or to being present. Yeah, and just showing up. Just showing up and doing the march, which did happen on the second day. It wasn't a very long one. No. Sally was like, I gave Dr. Modali one chore and this was his. Okay, how did he do? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we marched a little we ways. Marched. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. And took some pictures and it, it was fantastic. And as great as they are as doctors, they are even better humans. Mm -hmm. And that is, I can honestly say that was what I took away from mm -hmm. this and how approachable mm -hmm. everyone was. Yeah. Their mission was driving endometriosis forward. Couldn't be a better mission for that because mm -hmm. they had so many people there that are going to move this disease forward, patient care, doctors, advocates, everybody involved mm -hmm. just have such a key role, no matter how small or how big everybody is doing a part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think just continue learning about this disease and it's okay to not always agree on everything, but it is important that we always support one another. Mm -hmm. And that was a big takeaway for me. So mm -hmm. thank you everyone who stuck around to listen and follow our journey to this point. And this let us know if you have any questions. Yeah, We want to know if you have questions and then let us know. We want to know what you've thought of the summit. I think it was fantastic. And this really did push us forward into continuing doing what we are doing with more passion and it it really was a great way to lift us up mm -hmm. so. so thank you for joining us again and don't forget to keep advocating for yourself and the ones you love